too much. Welcome to Conduit Conversations. We're here to bridge the gap and give you a look inside the minds of those who are changing our communities for the better. Today, we have Stephanie Pete, who serves as the Internship and Career Pathway Supervisor for Employer Outreach at Say Yes Buffalo. Her organization uses collaborative efforts in order to increase high school and post-secondary completion rates. They create opportunities and provide resources in order to make uh, this a reality. And so thank you for having, or thank you for being on our show today. No problem, thanks for reaching out. Of course, uh, we, we wanna highlight all of the amazing things going on in Buffalo and the people behind it. And so your organization and the things you do are amazing. So we wanna talk to you all about that. Thanks. So uh, let's hear about some of the things that you have going on here and what uh, your position is like. Okay, so my position is, um, my time is spent between uh, diversity and inclusion and racial equity efforts and then workforce development with our students. So I um, make relationships with employers um, in the community to get them to partner with our program to provide our students with internship opportunities. And what's unique about our program is that all internships are paid. Uh, so we recognize that our students actually need to work um, and a lot of them don't have the option to forego meeting their basic needs in order to really get that professional experience that complements, you know, the work that they're doing in school. Um, so this year, we, well currently we have 77 um, students um, in internships. Some of them are doing two. Wow. So that means we have 84 active internships at this time throughout the region, which is really exciting. Because our goal that is, is 75 amazing. for the year. We're already... Are all your students from the city or yes. from the suburb as no, well? Only from Buffalo. All of our students are graduates of Buffalo Public or Charter High Schools, and they also lived in the city of Buffalo during their time in high school. So they're all Buffalo students, and they're studying. Most of them are studying locally, but we do have students studying at um, partner colleges around the country. So it's really exciting. It, it is exciting. <laughs> it, it, so I'm I'm curious about the internships. Like so, with the internships, do they automatically take to it? Like, do they see value in it? Oh, absolutely. Um, our, our internships are really competitive, so we don't mm. ask any employer to like lower the bar. We just ask them to partner with us and provide the opportunity. So our students, um, they, you know, create their resume, their cover letter, um, any other application materials the same way they would in the real world. We try to make it a real Outstanding. world experience. Because if we Outstanding. too much, then your expectation for what's really going to happen when you graduate we would be really low. Yeah, exactly. We would be really low. So they, and they, they're not placed. They have to interview. Sometimes they don't get it. You know, they have to really uh, meet the expectations and put their best foot forward when they're applying. But that's awesome because you, you, you also, and within that experience, you gain new criteria. So, like, even if you find that that path isn't for you, like you were speaking right. about earlier, entrepreneurship mm -hmm. could be that thing. And what did you call that? You said you gave it as unconventional? You said something about... Oh, yeah, the unconventional career path. Like right. It was like, you know, I feel like growing up here, everybody either worked in like healthcare or was a teacher, at least for women. Or a <laughs> rust know? belt before yeah. it closed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those were like the traditional paths. Yes. You know, there's so many construction you can do. Um, just because you haven't necessarily seen it here, it's, it's happening here more than likely. You just haven't been exposed to it. Right, right. So I, I think that's absolutely beautiful because... Again, you get the best of both worlds while you're really young. Right. Um, so that it's like a, 
It's like a like a like a para education at the same time, you know, because right. these are high school students, right? College, but we open up all of our programming to high school students. Ah, uh, okay. About internships ahead of time. Okay. So a lot okay. Of students are going. Um, they're the first time, you know, college students in their their household, so they might not know anything about an internship. I know when I was in college, I, I was a freshman. I was like, hi, I need an internship because my mom told me I can't come home without an internship. <laughs> but that's because my mother, you know, is educated. Um, formally and you know basically coached me through it but a lot of mm-hmm. these students if you don't have someone at home you might not be getting it so right we open up all of our um, workshops all of our networking events to high school students to hopefully educate them so they know during their freshman year okay it's time for me to apply for my internship nice and especially like now when like a lot of students are questioning mm-hmm. like why I go to school right. like what's right. the importance of getting right. a formal education mm-hmm. So I think that this is, I think this is beautiful. And then now even thinking about it from uh, that collegiate perspective, I was thinking from like high school mm-hmm. and I was blown away from that. But, oh man. Yeah. And then what kind of treat is that for a Buffalonian to have this support system that I would think that that would make them want to deliberately want to come back and right. do the same thing for Absolutely. somebody else. So that's, I mean, that's, like we were saying earlier, that's full circle because wouldn't it be great if they could start a business? Mm-hmm. You know, get to a place where they can let, they can partner with CES and have internships in that space where they, right. the very space they started out at. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, that's gratifying, yes. you know what I mean? So that's amazing. So could you tell us more about what it is that you do, your title, and what it is that you specifically do here sure. in your program? to the internships we have um, some pretty signature events for our program um, we're having our second annual career con in October and it's an opportunity for students to come meet employers and get free headshots um, and it's really just some um, exposure to different things in their career this year we're making it a little different where we'll have a keynote speaker and then some specific workshops um, diversity is a big one that we talk about often so we'll mm-hmm. likely include that as a workshop because um, 80% of our students are students of color and through our internship program they're often going into very white uh, spaces Mm -hmm. so that's a conversation that we need to constantly have Um, I also uh, like I said I help plan the employer tour so um, at least five times a year we'll bring students to an employer where they get to have a, a couple of hours where they can actually tour the facility and then sit down with some professionals to talk about their career path and ask very specific questions. Basically, how did you get here? Wow. What advice would you give me? And we're constantly trying to get students to meet other people in the community and network so they can like build those contacts. So hopefully, the, the goal is that after we leave there, they'll reach out to that person you know, as a follow-up and maybe build some type of relationship so they can keep that going. That's amazing. And this summer specifically, we, we're doing six paid um, professional workshop, professional development workshops for our students. So six different topics. Um, we're doing two each month, and we're bringing in different facilitators to talk to them about different subjects. And again, it's a <laughs> chance for them to meet another professional. And, you know, we encourage them, get their email, follow up, ask questions, you know, uh, build your build your own network because it's not, when you graduate, it's not about you applying to jobs. It's about you having relationships with folks so that right. you can actually you know, circle back. And and your organization has relationships with a lot of Everybody. local businesses. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so like, what are some of the organizations or businesses that uh, really help a lot, um, like go above and beyond in, in terms of any of 
um, these type of programs that you have, like the summer program? Um, well, it's hard for me to speak to other programs only because we sometimes we'll partner with the same organization, same company or organization in different ways. But mm-hmm. for our program, um, companies like Blue Cross Blue Shield, Martin House, Rich Products, Delaware North, they've been partners since the very beginning of our internship program. Um, this year we expanded the legal community big time, so it's you know it's not really common to hear of paying. You know you got him right there. Yeah, I, 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 I saw that you had a student over at Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, and so it's not it's, you know it's not the norm to hear about paid internships for undergrads in the legal community, but you know Goldberg Sagala, Phyllis Weidel, the Bar Association of Erie County, um, the Public Defender's Office, um, the Federal Public Defender's Office of Western New York, uh, Neighborhood Legal Services. So we have a ton of legal partners. So. Um, that's really exciting. That's amazing. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, even for like law law school students, mm-hmm. it's hard to find paid internships right. like first year. So mm-hmm. for undergrads, yeah. and high school kids yeah. to be able to land these jobs, like that's yeah, it's a real resource. Yeah, it's a real two, resource. We have two students um, with Judge Egan. This is her second summer doing it, where she created an internship pro- an internship program um, where they basically tour all of the different facets of courts. Um, court in New York, well, not New York State, but locally in the New York State court system. Um, she takes two students every summer. So we have two young ladies who are, like, getting, you know, a very close-up look at what it's like to work in the legal field. Mm-hmm. I've I got so many more questions, but I know our time <laughs> is limited because it's like you, you just inspired so many things because I didn't know. I mean, you hear say yes. Yeah. People but don't know about, like, the breadth of the work. This is say yes on this is say yes yeah. on a date. Yeah. And I feel like people should know mm-hmm. this right here because I got students that come that came through this program looking at them in the hallway. Mm-hmm. I've never we've never had this kind of conversation. Yeah. I'm definitely I can't wait to see him now. I'm gonna ask him. Um <laughs> but at the same rate, that peer mentorship mm-hmm. that they could sponsor another student right. and be like, yo, you from here. Yo, you need to be trying to get what say yes. It happens a lot. We'll have students return from the year before and they, you know, told their friend about it. So now their friend has applied. So that's really, ha- you know, we have a ton of new students involved this year. A couple of students came back from last year, but a lot of our students um, are brand new to our internship program, which is great news. Man, I'm fanning out. <laughs> I'm fan. I'm definitely fanning out because I, I didn't know programs like this existent. I didn't know it was as efficient, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And and, and as connected um, within the community. And, and, and as far as not even just, oh, okay, well, we're just trying to help you get through school and we're right. going to help you mentor. It's like a serious dedication right. to a, like a, a strong career pathway, which is going to lead to an even stronger contribution and a stronger community because of it. So I'm, I'm definitely in awe right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everything that the organization does is amazing. So I just day in and day out, mm-hmm. um, you must leave work feeling fulfilled. So yeah. I, I, I'm just curious as to like, what is one of like the highest highs um, that you've experienced here in your position? It's a great there question. Is one. Like for me, I'm from Buffalo, went to Buffalo school. So like, Wait, what part of Buffalo are you from? I grew up, um, until I was about 10, I grew up in like Central Park, and then we moved closer to downtown. Okay. So, for me, like being from here, having gone through the school system here, my family is here, so for me, like I'm not just changing the narrative for like, you know, it's, it's a 
feel-good position for anybody, no matter where you're from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But to be from here and, like, I'm impacting their lives, like, my little cousins and my nephews, you know what I mean? So I can actually put real... It means something else. And faces. Yeah. It means something else right. because you experience, especially coming from those communities, right. Central Park communities, uh, where there was a lot of gun violence. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of... The, the war on drugs, the crack epidemic was right in there, in, right. in those homes. So with being from that where there was none of that like your mom was probably the different mom on the block with having formal education especially up until that height right mm-hmm. so directly being able to contribute to stop that plight right. you know what i mean to empower other pe- human beings to do those kinds of things that's incredible man yeah. that's incredible that's, a, that's great stuff that's great stuff that's how, but that's how this, that's how, I don't know if KF told you, that's how this happened with me and him, you know, just a, a mutual care for the community. And we, we, you know, through that care, we found out we both from the Lower East Side. Looking at him, you wouldn't think that, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for one, already. And then he tell me he's of mixed race. And I'm like, okay, you know, did we go see, the, we go see the council member. And he said the same thing. I said, well, why you ain't start with that? Why you ain't? Why you ain't been telling me that? <laughs> but, you know, he wants, we want similar things. Right. We, we want to see a lot more steam and stem in our communities, you know what I mean? Because there's a whole lot of creativity. There's a whole lot of problem solving re- and resilience. But we, I feel like we lack a lot on imagination and, 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 and the division of what we could be because of the lack of criteria within mm-hmm. our environment, you know, our immediate environments. So, uh, Back to that highest height thing, because I didn't mean to cut that off from what Kev was talking about. Is is that a part of it? It's definitely a part of it because it's hard work, <laughs> and that makes it worth it. You know, um, breaking into uh, organizations or fields where you don't normally see students of color thriving is not easy work on either side, either for our side or the employer's side. A lot of employers mean well and want to come to the table and participate, but. You know, it's, it's brand new to some of them. It's a completely different yeah. dynamics yeah. at work. Right. So, you know, it's tough work. Um, we're in nonprofit life. So, you know, you do two, three jobs at once sometimes. Mm-hmm. But knowing that, you know, you, we can see our students actually progress and go through, you know, go through each year of school and graduate. And that makes it worth it. That's the most gratifying yeah. thing. The being of service right. portion. You and see your work in action. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We don't have to wait 15 years, even though the real work will be seen that, you know, further down the line, seeing like the economic impact of our students. The metrics. College, right. Mm-hmm. To be able to see them, you know, graduate and like roll right into their their full first full time job because they were so ne- well networked with their internships. It's fantastic. Have you gotten those letters yet? Right. Have you gotten the testimonial letters? Have you have you have, has the, have they gotten that far away from you yet we, to where? They've actually started digging into their lives, and they like, yo, thank you they so much. Stay in, the ones who were um, heavily involved with us stay in contact with us. We recently launched our alumni network. Oh. That, yeah. <laughs> that you see, that, that this is an investment. Yeah. This is a serious so investment. It's like, you know, to you make sure we're maintaining that relationship. Yes. They, you know, yes. Their, you know, their adult, their real adult lives. So yeah, it's fantastic. And just that, tr- just that transition, or dare I say, transformation, with. You know, being the first mm-hmm. sometimes. You don't have anybody else to talk to or, you know, to get guidance from. or Because, like as we often say, 
a person is going to tell you what they see best for you, but their best isn't your best. But because of the influence that they have over you, you likely believe that their best is your best. So I see a lot of my students trapped in the box of, well, I'm doing this because somebody else wants me to do this. But what is it that you want to do? And like, again, to say that we have this as a resource like that, where somebody like you is on board, where they can be like, you can be like, yo, listen, I know. You know what I mean? It might not be my situation. It might be my situation. However, this is how we going to get through this. In our program, um, when it first launched, it was a pilot project. So there wasn't any full-time staff dedicated to it. So um, we got a grant from City Foundation, and myself and my colleague came on. So while I focus mainly on the employer side, she focuses on the student side. So they get a ton of support mm. from her, like one-on-one. So like how our program works when they apply, they send their resume and cover letter. It goes to her. It doesn't go to the employer. Mm. Because we have students who... They think they know how to write a resume. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even adults. They think, I mean, they, they think they know how to write APA right. format, too. It's, it's, it's tricky. <laughs> like, it's not, you know, it's very technical writing. It is. You know? so it is. Adults who need it's a different resume. language. Right. And sometimes they don't know how to uh, translate. I don't know how to do a resume, Steve. They don't know how to translate their skills to a resume. They don't understand that, you know, that group project you did that, you know, took you six months. That can go on your resume. So she actually coaches them through that, and she edits every single resume and cover letter that comes in and provides them that one-on-one support. So even though we do make it like real life, um, there is a ton of support along the way for our students. Yeah. Yeah. See, me, I'm American. I outsource. (laughs) I'll be like yo yo this is not my specialty here's all my information could you make it look good she's incredibly detail oriented and she will it's my students so she would do like five six ten rounds of edits with them you mind you mind name dropping so we can give her flowers Uh, Joanna Kaplan, we looking for you. <laughs> we looking for you. You are a star performer. So I, I want to take the shift back just a little bit where you were saying that sometimes you got to do two and three jobs. Like, do you even notice that anymore? Because I consider that high performance. Like, so <laughs> is it even like, do you even notice that? Like, I'm I'm doing this, 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 and this? No. <laughs> it's just a part of it, right? Yeah. It's just, a, but is it is it is it largely gratifying for you or is it's, it taxing? It's gratifying. Okay. Um, yeah, and I say yes, the culture is very much work-life balance, so they're just like, I know you're busy, but go home. <laughs> like, <laughs> stay home tomorrow, take some time off. So, you know, there there's times where we can, you know, rest a little bit, and there are times, like, right now, when we're, like, ramped up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's huge, though, because for you to be giving back to um, the youth and like you have to have a full cup to pour from. Yes, and so the, the fact that the organization cares about yeah. its employees and yeah. um, the people that the organization yeah. serves, like that's major. And it's great having a partner in this work because we'll like challenge each other. Like yeah. we need to take some Fridays off. <laughs> but that's, a, that's, that's also a transference of energy, right? Yeah. When you, when you, when you talk about your consumers, yeah. if you guys are unhappy, right. then they're likely to be unhappy right. because you all are their facilitators. Mm-hmm. So that's very, very important for you guys to have that kind of balance, mm-hmm. especially for the, your consumers. Right. But to, to, to come back out, to zoom back out, um, you said you talked about your programs earlier. You said there's a, a, like a vast amount of programs yes. here. So could you tell us how many programs you guys sponsor and then what are like the star? Like I can't I know it's hard to choose because they like your kids. <laughs> but like what's the like the star programs? 
for the say yes. There's a Boys and Men of Color initiative where they're changing the narrative for young men of color and helping them um, become leaders in the community. Have you guys ever heard of Men of Impact? I may have. It's, a, sure. it's an organization of men that, that come together from all different walks of life within the city okay. uh, every third Tuesday. And they they just they, they powwow, and I'm sure that those they gentlemen would. I'm sure that I'm sure that these gentlemen would love yeah. to sponsor or be involved in any kind of way with with that. When you said that, that immediately <laughs> made me think of that. Yeah, we have a scholar mentoring program where students um, in high school can get linked to a professional in the community that will help them basically make that transition from high school life to college life. I'm actually a mentor on that program, so I've been matched with my mentee for about a year and a half now. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. I, I think the I, question. Hi, Nia. I think the real question now is how do Naj and I volunteer for this? Right. 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 Well, it's really we like to be in a service capacity. Right. We really like to support whatever endeavor is, like where we ever whatever we fit mm -hmm. for whatever. You know what I mean? Is is. Because as you all have your things going on, we have our things going on as well. And what I'm learning now is this: our commitment of service and and broadening our umbrella. The phone is is con constantly ringing, and I I care about everybody that's calling my phone. But if I'm a block of time and I'm teaching, and, or I'm in a session, or I'm in a meeting, or we're recording, and you know, you, it's like I don't want to overextend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we love to that. be. In a, in a, in a in a support capacity, in any way we could be of service, we'd love to do that. We want to make sure we are of excellent service when you call us. Right. You know what I mean? I understand that. Um, we have mental health clinics in every school building, so students don't have to leave school to access mental health care. Um, we have uh, family support specialists, so those are um, child welfare professionals who provide services to families and students who are in need, whether it be homelessness, mental health issues, um, lack of basic necessities. That's what, actually what Johanna and I both did for a few years before we got promoted to this position. Mm. Um, we have early childhood um, initiative where with Help Me Grow, where students are, young children um, are able to get screened to see if they need services before they actually start school. So that's really important to getting students on track. Mm -hmm. So if you have service needs mm -hmm. um, as a young child and not addressed, what are, what are the odds of you being on track academically? You know, it's tough to do that. So that's right. really important. It's part of that value system. Right. right. That's important, man, yeah. because if I can't, if, if I'm not getting the support for me and yeah. this thing that I value, then right. of course I ain't worried about no school and it's easier to give up. Right. When you think about those 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 little micro aggressions that a person has from their vantage, mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. That resource thing is 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 super right. important because things like this is is centered on the human capital versus mm -hmm. just the bottom line. Right. You know what I mean? Are we doing? Are we open? A lot of things <clears throat> from my perspective, growing up in Buffalo, was just open. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? A lot of those resources was just open. So to know that you guys are rooted like this and, and so deeply entrenched with doing that, like that mentorship all the way, I can't I, I can't speak to it enough because I'm looking at it every day. Like I'm looking at my students every single day coming from a lot of them come from the disenfranchised downstate, mm -hmm. 
So I'm hearing these narratives all the time. I'm, I, yo, I don't want to be here. I hate it here. And I, you know, just all, just all of that. I don't even know if I'm, well, I'm, why I'm here, you know, or I'm afraid and just so many different things. So to know that I can be like, yo, you could, man, you should go down here and man, you can, you can get a little, it might not be sunshine and rainbows immediately, but it's going to help you. It's going to help this whole route be a lot less difficult, you know? So thank you. If you don't hear it, I appreciate you. <laughs> For real. And, and like, what's really amazing is having a mentor and having somebody, if you come from a situation where you're not exposed to certain career paths mm -hmm. or how to network or how to even talk to people, how to write a resume, how to do any right. of these things. And so, um, like, having somebody to give you an opportunity and show you the way is right. crucial for so paramount. many people. Yeah. It's an imperative because if you don't, if you don't see it, that imagination piece. If you can't see it, then how, well, like, what are you reaching for? You know what I mean? And if people ain't, if you can't imagine it because you, you don't even know what's there. Some people want to be lawyers, but how many different lawyers are there? It's so we're, many different we're lawyers. So you could say, oh, I, oh, I just want to be an attorney. I want to be in law. I want to be in law. Okay, but if you never meet an attorney and you just go through law school and you, you pass, or you, or you don't even know about the bar. You just be like, okay, I'm ready to practice. Okay, where and then what? Mm -hmm. And did you even pass the bar? You know what I mean? So you need those internships slash mentorships to to get you there because I never knew anything about a consultant yeah, before I, I became one. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? So it's important. Yeah, I didn't even know a single attorney before I started law school. Like nobody wow. from my family even went to college. So wow. I, I, I just decided like, I want to be an attorney, so I'm going to go out and I'm going to find attorneys and I'm going to talk to them. But I, I mean, <laughs> how many people have that initiative or like even know that that's a possibility? But that's what I'm saying, that that piece about family where yeah. you, everybody is doing the best that they can. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you think that your best is somebody else's best. And especially if it's your child. Mm -hmm. However, your best might not be their best. So it's, it's best for us to be facilitators and be like, where might I help you get whatever you're trying to get done, done? Mm -hmm. That makes this job that much easier because this, for nothing else, it's like, okay, I know my kid needs this. Mm -hmm. Could you help us out as a family? Because I don't know. You know what I mean? And if you don't have that kind of clarity or awareness, the kid just is, just because you're in college don't mean that you're actually there. That's what I'm saying. I'm speaking from the perspective of being in the classroom day to day. It, it don't mean that you're there. It's like you said, there's so many other things going on. And if your needs aren't being met, you're less and less in the classroom because you're so inundated by the distractions, you know? So, you know, it's tough. You see a lawyer on the Lower East Side, it was likely because he was facing eviction. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't know him. I never knew him coming up. It's because somebody in my family had a case or something like that or somebody was getting put out, you know what I mean? And they, or they had to go to court or something like that. It was nothing like, you know, you need an attorney or uh, this is the type of attorney that you go and see for these reasons. None of that. You know what I mean? So I feel your pain, man. I, I definitely understand. 
I most definitely understand. I mean, I wish I had access to a program like this or knew about something <laughs> like that back I in the day. <laughs> I wish I knew somebody even cared like that. You yeah. know what I mean? That's crazy. It's just knowing that somebody wakes up every day to do this would make me be like, oh, man, I'm, I'm getting, I'm tapping into that. And just bringing uh, people of the community in mm-hmm. to the program that with mm-hmm. nothing uh, expected in return just to help them be in a service yep. be in a service so you know that's the main thing we like when we interviewing people is that you know would we want to work with them you know like like we like could we see ourselves partner partnering up or you know appealing to partnering up because fan out a little bit you know what i mean if i can't fan out about it a little bit then yeah, <laughs> yeah you have to be passionate about it you got to be passionate about it you know you see people that's just living every day, you know what I mean? You ask a person, how you doing? Oh, I'm all right. Anything all right? All right. Then you probably ain't going to help me get to where I'm trying to get to if everything is just all right with you. I want to be with somebody that's worked two or three jobs, helping people, you know what I mean, (laughs) for nothing, just because that's what you want to do. So do we got anything else for her, Kev? I mean... Is there anything else in regard to the program that you want to highlight or um, that we haven't touched on? I don't think so. Any future projects in the works that you want people to know about, that you want people to attend or volunteer for? Not really volunteer, but um, our next frontier, frontier is the medical field, um, identifying paid internships for students um, who want to go into nursing or, um, you know, become a physician. So we're always looking for new partners in that area. So that would be awesome if anyone is listening <laughs> and is connected in that area. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just had, uh, we just met a, some people in the medical field over at, uh, what is that called? Open Coffee? At, at the Row House. Yeah. yeah. Open Coffee Buffalo. You heard of that? I have not. Every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Okay. Uh, Presented by Techstars. Yeah. Okay. The, uh, yeah, so they're Jack, uh, Gre- Jack Greco, those guys. You ever heard of them? Mm-hmm. Every Tuesday they get together, have coffee. Entrepreneurs in the area, specifically like the tech industry. Okay. But a lot of people come. A lot of entrepreneurs come okay. in from different spaces to see how they might collaborate. Oh, I check that out. Um, we've been going the last two weeks. It's been a lot of. It's not just like a regular networking thing. Mm-hmm. These it's seven a.m. So throughout the day, people are thinking about. Yo, give me a call, right. or they're emailing you. Like I really was, you know, I really liked our conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, can we talk more on this? So it's it's a really good. It might be a really good resource for finding those folks. And the head of surgery for UB Medical was there. Oh, okay. And and then on top of that, um, for people who are attending, uh, they give like a thirty second pitch. Okay. And right. so you can go up and you can ask for help on a project as long as you have something to give in return. Okay. And so you've and, got and, so much. <laughs> exactly. You've got so much. So you I think it would be great to have either you or some some people from your team there yeah. to to gain more mm-hmm. like to draw more awareness and then gain more partnerships yeah. with the community because they be having some heavy hitters in those Thank spaces. You. I appreciate that. For sure. For sure. Anyway, any way we can be a service. Seriously. Um so where can they reach you if they can help um, any of our listeners, if, if they want to reach out to you, if they have something to offer? Okay. Well, I am heavily on LinkedIn, almost 
Sunday. So you can find me there. Um, our website is sayyestoyourcareer.org. That's a brand new website we launched for our students. Um, and our contact info is there as well. Is that a simple Google as well? You got yeah, I got the top SEO if I say or say yes. Say, yeah, you look up say yes. Um, internships has a tab and it'll reroute you to our brand new um, nice our brand new website. Yeah. Nice. All right, and then we finish off every podcast with a speed round. Okay. And so it's called Core Four. So we want to know what you're really about. Okay. So <laughs> she's still nervous. <laughs> she's like, no, I just got the podcast off now. <laughs> so. First question, what job would you want to do if money didn't matter? If money didn't matter. I'm happy doing this work, honestly. <laughs> That's what we love to hear. She was basically saying it when you got to do two <laughs> or three things. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> I, for me, growing up, I never really knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to make an impact. And mm-hmm. I was kind of the person who I experienced things. And then as opportunities came up that fit, felt, felt right. That's what I did. So I really, I have no idea what I'll be doing in five years. It just depends on what happens between now and five years. Right. As long as you're happy doing (laughs) it. Right, right, right. That's amazing. So question two, who is or was the biggest mentor in your life and why? Growing up, it was my mom. Um, She, I don't know how she did what she did on her own, but she made it happen. Shout out moms, the superwoman, yeah. <laughs> the real superwoman. She, she was very no-nonsense, which taught me a lot of discipline very early on, and she had high expectations, but she also provided the support for me to meet those expectations, which I'm incredibly grateful. You want to you want to drop her name? Lisa Cleaner Johnson. She teaches at iPrep. <laughs> Look what you've done. Because of what you've done in your daughter, we love you. <laughs> what do you consider to be your greatest accomplishment? Oh, that's a good one. My greatest accomplishment. It sounds corny, but hearing my mom say that she's proud of me. Mm. You know, I'm 33, mm-hmm. and that's still, like, it makes me happy. For mm-hmm. like, I'm proud of what you're doing. Like, she uh-huh. loves to brag about what I do because, you know, she feels that it's important. So, That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Shout out to mom again. Yeah. Shout out to mom <laughs> again. So mom is the real secret behind all yeah, of this. Yeah, I, I, I give her a lot of credit. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. Last question. What's the most important piece of advice that you ever received or that you have to offer to our listeners? Uh, the biggest advice I ever received was to, and that's a good one. I know my advice would be to get a mentor. Mm-hmm. Even as an adult. Mm-hmm. I have mentors now. Each stage, every with, stage in your life. And I meet with her every single month and it's a game changer because it helps clarify things mm-hmm. and you don't waste as much time mm-hmm. figuring things out. I think the best advice I ever received, uh, I was in college, and one of my professors told me, like, to don't, you know, be unafraid of appearing smart. Mm. I feel like as women, we tend to attenuate it a little bit. We tend to shrink a little bit. Um, to feed our egos. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I think I, I kept that with me through college and in my career. That's important. Yeah. That's super important. That's a diversity bonus. Mm-hmm. I mean, with that being said, we're gonna end on a high note. Thank you for being on our show. We definitely. Oh, did we ask we we can find you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You said LinkedIn. You on LinkedIn yeah. heavy? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember. I just wanted to make sure. I want to make. They got to be able to find you. Yeah. All right. So until next time, be the change and bridge the gap. Peace. <laughs>